Welcome to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast, the podcast that guides those looking for a home that expresses their unique lifestyle to release creative DNA into their project and have it completed while keeping the artistic vision alive. Now, here's your architect creative, J.D. Carling. Hello, everybody. Today is May 6, 2022, and we've made it. We're talking about the floor plan of your house and schematic design, which is one of the main design phases in the architectural process. My name is JD, the owner of Card. We do custom bespoke minimalist homes. I know custom and bespoke is kind of redundant, but I think custom rings a bell that it's a one-off home for more people. And bespoke kind of speaks to the fact that it's very detailed and tailored to you. So today we're talking about a floor plan. So when you want your house, that's one of the main things people think about it. You're going to probably look at some pictures and, you know, what you want the house to look like is probably where most people start. And then you're going to be thinking, okay, I want to have a plan like this. And the most common thing people talk about is open plan these days, but in our area anyway. But you have an idea of what you want your plan to be. But if you've been following along on our podcast, you have an advantage. If you've gone through the architectural process of the architectural DNA, which is discovering and analyzing what your dreams are for the house, discovering and analyzing what is in your property, the nature, that's the end from the DNA, and the effects, which is the codes, the zoning, and the finances of your project, you are all set up to design the floor plan of your house and already have all the tools and all the things you know that need to go into it that will help it be laid out in a manner that when you look at it, you're going to easily know if we lay it out and you're like, oh, no, this doesn't work or no, this is what our goal is. And if we get stuck, you're going to be able to go look at the DNA and be like, yes, we're going to say yes to this because this is one of the core values that we've identified for our home during the discovery process. Once you start looking at the plan, sometimes there's like the, I I think I've referred to this before, but there's serial monogamy where you're making a lot of decisions. You're saying yes to a lot of things where you're going to commit to just that thing, right? Like this room is going to go here. This hallway is going to go here. This spatial experience between the two is what we're going to create. And a lot of times people can get caught up in that, but we stay calm and we use the tools that we've created together for your home, then it will ease the process some. So that takes care of that. Then the other thing is there's so many things, right, that we discovered in the DNA, but there's also things when you start laying them out, you'll discover like, oh, we put this here. Now that it's on paper in more detail, we see there's a view here. There's an adjacency that we weren't expecting that we've discovered, but we still have the architectural DNA to go back to and that's a huge benefit and that will help you get past just the two things like right now the buzzwords are open plan and blurring the interior and exterior and your story is may include that but it's definitely more than just blurring the lines between interior and exterior it's a spatial experience that your story or your family's story or the people that you want to come be in that place with you. So I do want to bring up the importance of the floor plan, but it'll kind of go both ways. So it's just 
reminding us that a floor plan is indicative of a spatial experience. And I remember going to one of my favorite architects at a building in San Francisco, and I went to it. And I remember looking at that floor plan so many times in books before I ever actually got to go to the building. And when I got there, it was the most confusing thing I had ever been in. And I realized that the plan looked really pretty. The plan looked great. But when I went through it, it made no sense. I mean, it was just double backing everywhere and you had to recirculate through spaces. And so a lot of times people will look at a plan and think, man, that doesn't look good. And you've got to get past that. You got to get into the understanding of what the volumetric spatial experience, like if I put your kitchen here and this patio next to it, what does that feel like when I walk through there? So every floor plan move also is a experiential, I would say even more than the three-dimensional because I think 4D is like movement, right? And so we draw it 3D, but what really happens is you experience it in 4D. And so every plan move has implications in four dimensions, which is your life experience. And so we consider that in in the, the whole thing. I think that you should be able to use the DNA. And if you've tuned in with us um, today, I referred to it a little bit before. So you may want to go listen to the um, previous podcast to fully get what I'm talking about. But if you've done the discovery of your DNA, you should be able to begin putting that house together and it carry with it some of the volumetric implications that you want to begin with and then have an easier time once we get to the next part of schematic design, which is not just the floor plan, but it's the volumetric part of it. And when we go back to the plan, it's easier to work between the two. The journey that we're on is one where it's definitely linear, but there are times where we go back to things. So we may do this and get to the volumetric part and be like, hey, we need to go readdress that. And hopefully we've minimized it by taking those steps. But it is something that you may want to do. And I want to make a budgetary note on this. You know, most of the time your contract for your home design will say like, once you've accepted X at this threshold, if you go back and you want to change something, it costs more. And once you get into construction, you do this and you, you'll want to change something. So it's very common, not just in my experience, but other builders that, you know, when a homeowner gets in the home, they'll see the opening between two rooms, which looked pretty on plan, right? But when they walk through, they're like, no, we want to change it. Now, with some of the stuff we've done nowadays, like I do virtual reality and it's been so fun, like even seeing people practicing like in their kitchen, like put my stuff in the sink, move it over to here. Then it gets over to the, you know, I've washed some meat or something. Then I put it over on the stove and seeing what a difference that can make for them. So there are ways to reduce it. But in 22 years, I realized no matter what, once you get in the house, there's going to be something most likely. Almost everybody has one thing that they look at and they're like, oh, we'd really like to do this. So in your budget, make sure that you have kept some money for yourself for that time or be ready to accept that you may not have money to adjust something that you didn't discover. So that's just to prepare yourself uh, financially and emotionally and mentally schedule everything to think through that. The other thing I want to bring up is I have seen someone say, I offer my floor plan in Tudor style. I offer it in 
colonial style and I offer it in modern. Now, you can do that. That's okay. But we're trying to get past style. Like I say, my goal is minimalist architecture for you. But the real goal is the experience. And I say minimalist because what I want to do is remove all the things that are not necessary and aren't adding to joy and experience in your home. And I am keeping the things for you and you're keeping the things for you that do add to your home. It's kind of like doing a Marie Kondo on your own, your whole home, not just your closet and your storage units, you know? So physically you can do that. But like if you say modern, modern space is typically entered in on the edge. It's not a ceremonial, right? But like a colonial house or something from Italy, like in in like the Veneto region, you're probably going to enter on axis a lot of times. And it's more ceremonial or like related to like a temple, right? And then you get the craftsman and the plan experience is totally different in a modern house. You're going to enter in if it's got the the second story or like the loft area, there's going to be a stair in the middle and then the rooms organized around that. Or everybody wants open concept. So really just slapping that into another style doesn't necessarily congruent feeling through the whole thing. It's a little jarring sometimes. And so you're doing a bespoke home. And so it's centered around you. It's pick your name and then it's you, your style. That's what it is. Or it's just the name of that house. Because I encourage everybody to come up with a working name for your house. And then when you've done, name your house. Make it like your kid. You've birthed this thing. Your family all together has put that together. So we use the elements discovered in the DNA process for you to lay out the home. Then you're going to get the plan, right? We're going to meet together. We're going to look at it and discover what doesn't feel right, what doesn't look right. And then in a technical way, circulation, distances, things like that, discover what you want to do with that. Go back and revise the plan. And then that gets us on a good footing for the next part of the schematic design. So the next part of schematic design is massing. And then we get into the actual 3D look and feel of the home. And there's a there's back and forth in those three things in schematic design. But that is the general process that you go to. It's kind of like you go over, you analyze the massing and stuff like that that's from code and from what you want and views and things like that. And then you do the exterior with that and merge those three things. But if you are doing your plan, the massing, and the 3D, and it's not something you like, you're going to want to just get to the end of that process and you analyze it all together. So we're going to do the review during the plan stage, but you're also going to go back during some of the other ones too. We really want you to be able to savor this process. It's a very exciting one. There's the ones later where you're picking all the materials and systems and the actual construction methods and stuff like that. So enjoy your plan. Enjoy working through it. It's very exciting to work through that for your family. If you're ready and you own your property, maybe if you've been listening or not, the first thing we do is needs and options review. You're going to want to do that. And then we're going to take all those things and do the schematic design plan, massing, an exterior like we we discussed today. If you don't own your property yet, depending on what you do, I can give you information to help you discover what you're wanting 
so that when you're looking for property, you know what to look out for. I'm talking with somebody right now and the solar orientation of the home is super important to them. So don't miss out if you haven't bought your property, don't miss out on the opportunity to maximize what you can do with your property. Even if it's a big property and you think I can do whatever I want, this particular person cares very much about solar orientation and where the door should be coming in, how you should be orienting the property. So the architectural implication is they need a piece of property in Florida. You want the house to go east-west and have as little east-west wall as possible. Ideally, enter in from the north and then make sure you can control the sun on the south so you're still getting natural light. And then on the north, you can let a lot of natural light in because there's only like two months out of the year where the sun actually gets on the north side of the house. So if you're in another part of the country, it's quite different. If you're in Colorado, the south side, you're going to want to be trying to let, and, and even the vegetation becomes more important because at one time of the year, the leaves are off the tree. You want to let as much sunlight in as you can. The other part of the year, the leaves are on the tree providing shade on that um, south side of the house. So you want to maximize that potential when you're looking for your property. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening today. We really hope that you enjoy this journey. And once you've got through your DNA, you enjoy laying out the floor plan for your house. And we want to see you go from dreaming of living in a custom home to living in the home of your dream with a floor plan that is designed just around you. If you're ready, go to ca-rd.com forward slash B-O-O, or you can just go to card.com and click on book a consultation. It will ask you a few questions. It will also kind of get your juices flowing. We'll have a consultation and try to get you on your way to your dream home. So thank you for joining us today. Next time, we're going to continue talking about this. I may do massing and kind of like the home design around that together, depending on how much time I think it will take. Because then we're going to go on to the next topic, which is design development, which is picking systems and materials for your home. And I'm hoping what we're going to get you is just a complete picture of going through the home design. So you've done analysis, we're doing schematic, which is like laying it out, then it's going to be picking materials and systems. And then we're going to finish up with doing construction documents and permitting documents and bidding documents, which would lead us into the ultimate part, which is building the home and ultimately moving in. So that's the path that we're on. When we're done with that, the podcast is going to move into talking about specific subjects like fun things about your kitchen or how do you want to feel in your bathroom, in your shower, things like that, or family experiences in living rooms, entertaining in kitchens, stuff like that. Well, right now we're taking you through this big picture process so that you can be prepared when you go and build the home of your dreams. Once again, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm JD Carling, and I look forward to talking with you next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. If you are ready to start your journey of a lifetime designing and building a custom home or project, sign up for a free consultation at ca-rd.com today. We look forward to the journey together and making something unique for you and your family. If you have any topics you want discussed or questions about your custom home design for future episodes, send us a message via our website, ca-rd.com. 
And again, join us next time for another episode of the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast.